Welcome to the Behind the Bits podcast. Your host, Scott Curtis, wants to learn everything he can about stand-up comedy and take you along for the ride. Scott and his guests talk serious about comedy in every episode. Behind the Bits will uncover knowledge from different perspectives on subjects such as writing and performing stand-up comedy, as well as booking shows and the comedy life. If you're thinking about becoming a stand-up comic, already in the comic game, or a comedy nerd, Behind the Bits is the show for you. Now, let's get Behind the Bits. Hey, BTB buddies, I'm sure by now you've picked up that I'm an older gentleman. If you haven't, I am. I also know that much of my audience is in boomer vicinity. I found this podcast that's aimed at us, you know, the boomers, but really it appeals to everybody. It's like the National Lampoon Radio Hour meets Prairie Home Companion. Can we still talk about Prairie Home Companion? I'm going to go with it. It's called The Old Show, and it's hosted by Gary Paul Bryant, who takes on the character of Crotchet for the show. The Old Show has weird skits, fake commercials, rants from Crotchet, and some nice remembrances of times gone by. Crotchet does a great job of helping us gray hairs not take ourselves so seriously by giving us some relatable humor. You young folks might want to take a listen to this, too. You're not going to stay young forever. You can find The Old Show on all the apps by typing in The Old Show. Or if you'd like to know more about Crotchet or maybe even be on the show, head over to theoldshow.com and take a look around. It's The Old Show. It's a podcast, and it's a good one. Improv comedy. It's short for improvisational comedy. Podcasts about improv comedy, just like podcasts about stand-up comedy, exist. I'd like to talk to you about a podcast about the former. Improv comedy. Just pay attention, please. Liverpool Comedy Improvcast is the podcast I'll be talking about. Did you know Whose Line Is It Anyway started in the UK? Did you know that? The United States just stole it. We just took it. Okay, back to the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast. It's hosted by Ian Luke Jones, and he talks with improv artists about improv. He talks about how it helps them express themselves, how it helps them with public speaking, and also how it helps them with mental health issues. It's really a great show, and Ian does a fantastic job as an interviewer by asking great questions and getting great content and stories from his guests. I try a British accent here, but that would just embarrass us all. So what I'd like you to do is type in Liverpool Comedy Improvcast, and Improvcast is all one word, so that's Liverpool. Liverpool Comedy Improvcast, all one word, into your favorite podcast app and subscribe. I'll give you a minute. Okay, done? Okay, now yes and yourself over to Facebook and go to facebook.com live L-I-V comedy improvcast. So that's L-I-V comedy 
Improvcast and like the page. Can you do that for me? I know you can. Liverpool Comedy Improvcast is a new independent podcast, and I know my BT buddies will give it some support. That's Liverpool Comedy Improvcast, all one word, and let me tell you something. It's a good one. The law offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker's latest show was a doozy, baby. They had Howard Bloom, the man who has been called the next in a lineage of seminal thinkers that includes Einstein, Darwin, and Newton. That's right. Howard was also a publicist in the 70s and 80s for such bands and singers as Billy Joel, Styx, and Prince. There's some good stuff there. As usual, Matt, Greg, and Brendan gave Mr. Bloom a most unique interview. Not only did they find out that dogs are dogs' best friends, but they also talked about poor innocent bunnies, National Lampoon, Irish Bar Mitzvah, Chaka Khan, Tracy Ellis Rose, and so much more. I'm really digging this show, if you can't tell. You can find the law offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker on all the apps. But to make it easy, go to qsblaw.org and follow them on all the social medias so you can get the full story on these guys. I recommend hitting up their YouTube channel as well. I put it up on the show notes so it's easy for you. That's the law offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker, and the website is qsblaw.org. Make sure to subscribe and listen to every episode because it is a good one. Sports Talk Podcast. Okay, you formed a picture in your mind. Now let's paint a happy little tree right over that picture. Podcast that talks about people who talk about sports. Boom, baby. That's something completely different, right? It's called Trash Sports Takes, and it's hosted by Ryan Seabrest and Brent Liberty, who have been working together on another podcast for quite a while. This is important because it actually sounds like a professional podcast and not someone who is talking into their phone while it's in their pocket and they're driving. It sounds better. Anyway, Trash Sports Takes is a no-holds-barred trash talk of all the sportscasters, fans, and players of all the sports that are just wrong, according to Ryan and Brent. They don't hold back, and they use colorful language to talk about people like Skip Bayless and all the sportscasters. It's quite entertaining, and Ryan and Brent are interested in hearing your take on their takes. They might even bring you on the show so you can roast them on their own show. This show is a lot of fun for sports fans. Head over to your favorite app and type in Trash Sports Takes or go to TrashSportsTakes.com if you want to dig a little deeper in the show. That's Trash Sports Takes. And let me tell you, folks, it's a good one. The purpose of this podcast is to expose the listeners to knowledge about comedy. So that's why I ask comedians so many very pointed questions about how they write, how they book shows and just all the stuff that they do. So I found an app that is revolutionary. As far as I'm concerned, it's called a live show app and I'm going to pop this up here a couple times, but it's, it's on iOS and Android, and basically, it's an open mic on your phone. And all you got to do is put your phone up, and when I did it, it was a three minutes. I know they're expanding and doing more than that, but really cool. And I just have to say that as a comedian, 
one of the things that you have to do in order to get your set right and get your jokes right is to say it out loud to somebody else besides your mirror. And this eliminates you having to go out and do as many open mics as far as I'm concerned. I, you, you do have to do your stuff live in order to understand how a live audience is going to do it. But saying it out loud in front of people who are listening and laughing and actually voting on you is actually a really cool thing to do. So I'm going to bring them out instead of talking so much. It's Ruben Cagney and Forrest Haig. And there's Forrest and there's Ruben. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Thanks for having us, man. It's always a pleasure. We love every opportunity to uh, share our cool project. Yeah, I it was really stoked when I heard about it. I actually heard about it from James Creviston from the Clean Comedy Podcast. And Good dude. He, and he mentioned it actually when he was interviewing me for the podcast. And I was like, okay, I need to check it out. And I downloaded it. And, of course, I didn't touch it for three <laughs> weeks because – you guys know what busy's and I'm busy. So I, and, and I finally got on in a bit of an inebriated state and did my three minutes. I think I did two minutes, uh, but hey, whatever but, it takes. Yeah. And watched everybody. And it was really cool. I saw this comedy show on my phone and thought, okay, this is what every comic needs because open mics just suck there, there there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing fun about an open mic and you do have to do them you do have to go say the stuff live but man if you can cut out like your c and d jokes before you go to the open mic and know what you think your a and b jokes are going to be man that's a leg up so i kudos to you guys for doing it so both of, are, are both of you comics first of all oh i'm the only comic okay Me and ruben we've been uh friends for a super long time okay we go way back and uh, we were in a band together in Sweden, and that's how we met. And and all these years later, now we have a company together. And Excellent. Making comedy apps. So did uh, Ruben do all the coding work then, or did you guys do it together? No, it was Ruben. Uh, yeah. Ruben did the coding stuff, and I did the more of the like GUI and marketing stuff. And okay. now we have some help, which is even better. Yeah. So what was the idea that brought this on? Obviously, you guys had to have a light bulb go off. Was it a COVID thing or was it uh, something else? I'd say COVID is what really kicked the project in the have to do it right now mode. Mm -hmm. But it's actually a reimagination of another app that we made a long time ago that was called Crowdsourced Comedy. Okay. And I was doing that in New York City. And basically, it was like a live stand-up comedy show that I would live stream. And that you could vote on the comedians from your phone. So if okay. you were at your house, you could watch the live stream and you could on your phone, you could interact with the show. But really, you were in control of all the content. It was mm -hmm. a completely improvised show. And everybody would people would submit photos from their phones to the show. And uh -huh. then when they came to the show, instead of comedians just doing a standard showcase, I would have them come up and then on a projector, two of those pictures from the people that are actually in the show in the audience uh -huh. would pop up behind you. And then it'd pop up on all their phones at the same time. And then they'd have 20 seconds to vote. What picture do we want you to be funny about right now? And then oh. whatever one would go full screen, and he'd have to be funny about that until he couldn't do it anymore. So, what, so just a weird question. What kind of pictures did you put up? 
It wasn't our pictures. It was audience pictures. Always audience. So, so what did they send? Sometimes they send just a photo of themselves. You know, it's just so like, you, like so this. like a roast, yeah. So you, it'd be, it sometimes it'd be roasty, yeah. And we always liked that. We always liked when it went that way. Sometimes it just go off the rails because we had such great talent around us. Uh-huh. Like we had a guy who came and did the whole set, like he was who's that Nick Nolte or oh. Gary Busey? Yeah, he did the whole set like he was Gary Busey. Okay. It was his character that he was doing for mm-hmm. a show. So he did a five-minute burn roast set as Gary Busey burned everybody down. So it was incredible, man. It was more of a roast show, but it's really got us into building apps and trying to update uh-huh. the stand-up comedy concept, like the how shows are done, how they're produced, you know. That had to have been a lot of work to to well, do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah we will did that one. And I, I remember it. So, so I'm in Boston and Forrest was in New York and he came up one weekend and he, he said it was really rough to get your name out. And then we're like, well, there's a big pool and doing what everybody does is always hard because there's a big pool. But if you like focus down, say, can we combine something? Can we, if you do comedy with music, you're already a narrow pool. Yeah. So I wasn't a comedian, but I wanted to help him. I was like, hey, what if we add technology in the mix and try an app? in that and then the whole idea of crowdsource was it was in a physical club mm-hmm. and we're like what if we but it was not scalable you couldn't you had to be in new york right. to perform yeah so we're like, what if we add live stream to it where the performers can be on the live stream from their home or mm-hmm. and then that was around when COVID hit and it was like why don't we just build that for now and that's how it came right. about and that's when we hit the gas yeah yeah, so the app itself is first of all it's very easy to use and Thank you. It, one of the one of the things that's different about this app than a lot of apps is it's totally free for people to sign up and use. You you don't have to spend a penny in order right. to use the app and I think that's great because you're a comedian for us. You know what it's like to yeah. be poor. Honestly, it's yeah. a core concept. It's something that we've talked about and we've really made the core of all of one. It's something we think about with all of the decisions that mm. we make is to me, the most important part is that no one should ever have to pay to do a mic as a performer mm. and no one should ever have to pay to watch a mic right. of open mics. You know what I mean? It's yep. just, it's to support the room, man. We're yep. all in there. We're trying to get jokes out and I'm going to charge you for it. That feels like I'm back in New York. Yeah. So, <laughs> you'd go to Mike's, you'd get five minutes for $5 and you'd still have to buy an $8 drink. It was crazy. And then the free ones, there'd be 45 comedians at, so you might have to wait two hours for your three minute set. Yep. You know what I mean? And then you got to take a subway to the next one. At least we had subway. Don't get me wrong, but there's just so many problems that this app helps solve. And what I always want to make sure I say to comedians is because they get very defensive sometimes. And I'm a comedian. I understand why the live, we're not trying to replace live comedy. That's not what we're doing. Mm. Our goal is to give you another tool to give you another way to network, to meet new comedians to get your name out there, to promote yourself, to make some cash because we do let you get tipped and to work on your jokes every day. You don't have to wait for that once a week, Mike, if you're in Nebraska and you don't have to spend three hours on the subway if you're in New York City. Now, not to say those don't have value, but it's just 
why not both? Why can't we have live shows and another thing where you don't have to put all the effort into it? Excellent. So there's no bringer shows on a live show app. <laughs> no bringer shows at all. <laughs> Zeros. <laughs> no drink minimum either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nice because I, I showed you my whiskey bottle. It's always beside me uh, before we started, and it's cheaper that way. Because <laughs> when I do an open mic, I drink every sure. single time. And I usually have two beers before the they show and two beers after. And that's that's 15 20 bucks right there and who, you know who, who I can needs tell you're not performing in new york city yeah <laughs> i know i know in new york. <laughs> i was like oh where tell me where you're performing i'll go there and order some beers right now <laughs> oh i gotta tell you a funny story is in indiana everything's super cheap where we are i'm in michigan so we're not far off yeah but my my daughter lives in dc and we were all out there my son was out there and my daughter's husband my son-in-law and nathan my son and i went to a bar and he said he wanted to buy a round of drinks <laughs> and it was this is a pretty upscale bar and i think the round of drinks was something like $75 or something yeah. like that. And he showed it to me. He said, holy shit, Dad. <laughs> I'm glad I live in Indiana. I'm going to buy this round in installments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he. I don't think he's going to offer to buy drinks there anymore, but that was pretty funny. And he got pretty wasted that day, too. So I, I, I've got pictures to prove it. But, yeah, that was super funny. So you've got the idea for the app. I just want I I don't like math or coding or science or I like the fact that science exists and coding exists, but I can't do that. My brain is not like that. How long did it take you to get the app where you wanted to make it public and start using it? First of all, I, this is what I do professionally so yeah. I, I build software so uh-huh. that's a plus <laughs> oh yeah uh-huh. but i think we had a main concept going but like you said it's true because we automated everything it, it's basically an automated open mic there's a lot of external factors right mm-hmm. somebody could say opens the app says i want to perform and then their battery dies or they get a phone call or they we had to really start thinking about what is a good way of making sure that when it's your turn you're actually there so that took a while to go back and forth. But I think about four or five months, we got the iOS version going. Mm. We got a lot of feedback of, hey, what about Android? The biggest yeah, complainer right. was Forrest because he had not. I don't yeah, know. I'm Android. Yeah, I'm and a Android now, guy. So, yeah. we, so we got a version going, I think, somewhere in July or something like that, I uh. think, or June. But the we got because we, we made it like that. If only one performer came that night, we would cancel the show because we needed at least a couple. Yeah. And so we maybe had one show a week mm. that way. And we learned. And, but the biggest thing was we didn't have live audio audience feedback. Mm. We, we didn't have that because we thought if we just open that up, it's going to be it's going to be a mess. We're going to just hear everybody going. Mm-hmm. But then in January, I. We were like, why don't we just try it? And yeah, we just tried that. Mm-hmm. And that all of a sudden made it go crazy. And we yeah. had shows every night, every single night. There were people there, and it was uh, phenomenal. And then we spent about a month, I would say, really digging into those noise issues. Like somebody left their phone during 
to go to the bathroom and yeah. somebody was talking next to it and you hear background noise or somebody was doing something else and right. or there was a train or there was a, and and so we had that we had echoes we had a whole bunch of audio issues mm-hmm. and now i think since the last month and a half i think we really nailed it that yeah, the experience so is great we do some magic we do some like auto muting we do some and we highlight the performer going on and i think that's also where the difference is with normal streaming platforms where it's either everybody's equal and it's all about convention hey please don't turn on your video during or don't put up your audio very high when you're on a zoom mic and somebody's mm. performing be like be nice and we and that's great but we try to make sure that doesn't happen or take away from the experience yeah. like the whole point is we want you to feel like you're as close to a live show as you can get you know what I mean? So right. everything that isn't that takes away a little bit. And so anything we can take away with automation, with oh, how the set lists are put together, how mm-hmm. the bucket's drawn, all that stuff just makes it feel more authentic. And that's what I want as a comedian. I want to yeah. go to a mic and then leave it and say, oh, that taught me something about my jokes. Right. Either I should keep doing it, I should change everything, whatever. I just don't want to leave a mic and say that was a waste of time. That's yeah. the worst case scenario. Yeah. You know? And. We started adding some data, like how many laughs you got. But the Scott, at the end, we, we pick a winner. We do that based on the laughs or claps that somebody gives, uh-huh. either either just by tapping on the screen or when somebody actually laughs, we, we, we record that. But we have uh-huh. that time series. So our end goal is to really show you a video where you see what jokes really spiked, which ones yeah. didn't. But we're not there yet. We'll get there. Yeah, that would be a great addition. But just, I obviously, when I got on, I think you had worked a lot of the bugs out because I could hear people laughing and and I could hear, I, I knew that people could hear me laughing when I listened to somebody else. And it's pretty intuitive for, for an older gentleman like me to just jump right in and do it. It's pretty darn easy to do. And I have to say that, the fact that you're building a community there and you've got some newbies and you've got some people who are a little bit more seasoned. And I've watched a few shows when I wasn't performing and you've got all different ones, but yep. you're forming a pretty supportive community because nobody, I, I haven't seen too many shows where somebody's an asshole. And, and I know you, you, I know that auto mutes, but you do get it auto mutes after somebody says right. you, you right. suck. They'll get that much in. And yet I don't see too much of that. Kudos to making an app that's in, intuitive but also i think human nature is a little bit different than i expected uh when yeah. when i saw the app because new york comedy you're used to getting cat called and people telling you you suck or are just completely ignoring you whereas here it doesn't seem to be the case well well that's probably the we didn't necessarily i always expected i always hoped that comedians would help us because we're helping you we're like this is a free mic we're doing it we're letting you do all this for free so please help promote help do some stuff and they've really come through and that was that was what i was expecting but i didn't expect everybody to be awesome you know what i mean i didn't expect yeah. that every person that used the app 
was a cool person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're all hanging out now. Now we're like our Patreons. We all hang out together. We're on a Slack channel together. We love talking to each other and uh-huh. getting ideas from each other. And we do joke workshops where we work on our jokes before mics so that we can get better. Like mm. who isn't that the whole point is to get better. And I feel like new comedians are truly the most benefited by this app initially. Like yeah. there's a whole group of com- there's a whole group of people that could be comedians. Yeah. They just have never even had an opportunity oh, or they've yeah. been too scared or that stage scares the hell out of them or just the first time is a scary time. Yeah. And especially because you don't know what you're doing, you have no friends, you have no guidance, you have nothing. You know what I mean? If you come to our app, you're fully supported, man. You get to try something new. You get to try it multiple times, and then you can say, oh, I'm ready to go on a stage or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you get to make that decision. And I think our our favorite people, everybody's awesome, and it's great to have new old comedians and comedians that are very good on there who don't. That's great. But we love our new guys, and yeah. uh, they've really made the community come together. And people are paralyzed to go up on a stage in front of people. And this is a step. It's if they do that and they get a few laughs and somebody shoots them a message and says, Hey, you're, you're pretty good. That joke really landed. And that gives them enough courage and enough confidence in themselves that they might get up on stage. And the last speak for themselves. If you're having a hot set, you feel it. Like I know I do when I'm doing well, I bomb just like everybody else. I'm no fantastic godly comedian. I'm just a regular guy. And the bombs you got to take in stride, but what's important to know is that it's real. Yeah. So like when you don't hear laughs, it's because you got to work on your jokes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know no. I mean? And that's what I want. Yeah. yeah. I, I think one of the things that we, like it's true for comedians, but what we also are introducing um, oh, yeah, now is stuff, yeah. producing a show and hosting a show. Uh-huh. So we're, we have the, every night there's the open mics, they're automated, but now we also allow improv people or, People that just want to host a stand-up show mm-hmm. uh, do it on our app. So, like, we had somebody host it for the first time, and they were never an MC before. They always wanted to try it, mm-hmm. and now they tried it on the app, and they they really liked it. And they did all the the prep work of all the comedians that they booked, and it was amazing. And I think mm-hmm. that's where we want to get to as well is if people can do their shows on the app, right now it's all on Zoom, and Zoom is great, but like we said before, it's all about convention. It's it Zoom's not built for comedy; it's built for meetings. Yeah. But people make it work, and they do an amazing job. But now that for ticketing, they have to go to Eventbrite, and for uh, comedian profiles, they have to type them in the chat boxes, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Which that's the tools they got, and we're trying to find: can we shift that audience to the app where they can book their own shows, host them, and maybe get ticketing and get paid directly into the app and have it as one unified and and all the links are there the comedian profiles they can put all their socials all their venmo their cash app all inside of the app and that's our final hope is that we have one stop shop to do that and you mentioned community that's our like our long dream like right now we're just we bank on all the social media platforms like instagram and twitter to do like community-based stuff yeah what if you could go to the app and you could see which shows are people hosting and which shows can I join uh, because I'm interested 
like I want to go on this single moms over 40 night and I want to put myself on there and I can request uh-huh. to join or the inverse. I, I want to book a show. I want to find comedians. Now I, I see all these, I could, I could rewatch the shows that they did on the app. I could, I could see how funny they were and then find that as well. So it, it, it's truly a, a community in my opinion in the long term. Yeah. I feel like the, and I, obviously did the patreon so that i could help you guys out but the community on the slack channel obviously very cool very good i do think some of the cues of being cool on an app like this did come from the zoom comedy because people who are assholes on a zoom zoom comedy show they get called out really quick and everybody on social media knows who they are <laughs> so, so i i think it's like uh it's like be nice or get out of comedy so i think that did help but i do understand the limitations of zoom comedy that are being addressed by your app because the like the auto mute if a host is not on it on zoom and somebody they d- drop their phone in a blender or whatever i don't know is we making a bunch of noise <laughs> yeah um, they, they have to go they have to click and find the person who is doing it so they're muting people one at a time sometimes it takes them five minutes to find the person who's making all the noise so you know that right there is a huge plus and it's so easy to i found out that it's so easy to just cast the app to my tv so i can put it on 55 inch tv and it makes it a better experience and really cool and i'm trying to figure out i've got this little thingy for my phone that's uh, attached to my monitor and i i want to try to figure out how to take that upstairs because i don't have a tv downstairs it's all everything's upstairs so i want to try to figure out how to do that and then i can just sit on my couch and do a set and have some fun american dream i did that i did that on saturday because we're going to start doing saturday showcases where Uh we highlight the the comedian's of that week yeah and did one on saturday and i just cast it on my tv and it was just a great was a great experience as well yeah and don't forget one of the features that i think is underutilized but i think is incredibly powerful is that we give you the ability to download your sets you know what i mean so after you get done with the set you can just download it it's yours and then delete it it's gone yeah you know what i mean the world never know about it go to the zoom recording and find your place and where you performed it just we automatically cut out the bit that so it's just you and your five minute set or three minute set or whatever kind of set it is and you get to review it when you're done as many times as you want you don't have to remember anything you don't have to try to go back look at your notes it's all right there it's like a it's like you have a it's like you have a vlog of your joke book yeah yeah and like they say always record your set you you did it yeah we took the (laughs) thinking out of it we just do it yeah yeah (laughs) and it's in your control just so everyone knows we don't keep these we don't do anything with them they're yours until you delete them and they're gone forever yeah i i just can't believe that you've thought of so many things i'm sure you'll keep adding stuff i know ruben's probably got one of those brains he wants to keep it going but man it's just really neat what you can do and i can't tell you the enough that like i said before the you spend so much time writing your material and you just want to say it out loud 
to somebody be, besides the mirror and my wife and right. stuff like that. You just want to say it out loud. And if it sucks, rewrite it, do it better. And if exactly. it continues to suck, just get rid of it. But knowing you, if you've got something that really hits that you didn't expect to hit, you all of a sudden that joke right. moves up your set. And then when you do a live show, uh, not a, a live show app, when you go to a live comedy show, you are so much more prepared oh, to, yeah. to, to do your set. It's made me, I don't know about you, but sometimes me as a comedian, I go into highs and lows of writing where I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll go a couple months where I won't write anything. I'll be working. I'll just be doing my material at mics or I'm doing a lot of book shows. So I'm not really doing mics. And then some, I try to write a little more and it's all about practice. But since May I've done two. me personally, I've performed in 250 over 250 mics on a live show. Wow. And I've written new material for every single one. So that's, uh, what is it? 450 minutes of material that I made over the last year. Yeah. And it's all recorded. So I go through it so quick. Now I'm going back and I replay them one by one. And those are my jokes for the night. I just rewrite them all. And so when that magic happens, I can go find it again. You know what I mean? And I don't have to worry about, I don't know. It's just a huge benefit, such a benefit to be able to go back to your material from months and months ago and be able to see what happened. You know what I mean? Tell you how many jokes, how many laughs you got during that set too. So you can go back and you say, oh, look, this set got way more than this set. What what happened here? What Was it just me? Was it my attitude? Was it the crowd? You can answer some of those questions. And we had a performer that's, was one of our first performers on the app that never did comedy and wanted to try it out. And oh, a month yeah. ago, he like, and he performed every week. And then, and then after a while, he performed every other day. And then a month ago, he posted a video on YouTube of him actually at a club like, doing his bit. Wow. And and you could tell that it's the jokes that he practiced over and over. And uh, it was just, it was so heartwarming. It was, great. Like, it was really nice. Yeah. Oh man, that stuff just melts me. And it probably wasn't a shitty open mic set like everybody oh, else's yeah, first yeah, ones are. Yeah. Me, he did really good. He posted on YouTube. We all watched it. And I was like, whoa, look at this, dude. I wish that was my first mic. Jesus. Yeah. My first mic was just me like frozen on the stage yeah. hoping that that the silence would stop. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. And it's, it's funny. You talk about doing 250 shows between May and now. Talk about an incentive. To, so you wanted to do new material for every show, and and yeah, I, I can't think of any other more incentive to write than just to click that I'm going to do this show, and I have to have so many minutes right. ready for it. There's a lot of regulars. There's a lot of guys that watch the show every night too that aren't performers. Mm. So how do you get those laughs? You know, you can't. Of course, you want to do jokes multiple times, mm. but you don't want to. You don't have to do it every time space it out especially if you're doing like some nights we have three mics a night three mics Mm -hmm. i can do nine minutes if they're only three minute mics i'll do nine minutes of comedy in a night and then i'll use that same one on friday Mm -hmm. or some of the best jokes i'll pick out of it and then between there all Mm -hmm. new stuff so i'm just building up towards my showcases basically yeah and it's been working so far how many users number one i used to be number one yeah (laughs) <laughs> I deleted my score to zero. If you guys don't know, we do cool. So if you win a set, we give you 15 cool points, right? Yeah. And if you just participate in a set, we give you 10 cool points. Yeah. If you are SVP, we give you a little more. Yeah. So we keep track of this and we have a scoreboard of 
on the app live of who's got the most cool points at any given time. And right now, I think it's Gilbert or Seth. Seth. Yeah. Okay. Seth is the number one comedian in the app right now based on cool points. I relinquished my title. <laughs> and we, but people love it. People love, like, we got emails of people saying, hey, because Where? we do a, a 30 day average. average so yeah. it shifts. So if you don't use the app for a while, you actually, your points go down. Yeah. And people like emailing us saying, hey, my points went down. What is going on? So <laughs> people are really excited about this. And it's, it really shows that gamification really helps. And so actually one thing that we're building right now is badges. So you could, the most laughs or the most sets you've done or the most streak you've done Uh or the most laughs within one set and and try to like gamify it a little bit. And and yeah, we're really excited to just to make it just to to help encourage you to write, man, be a better Uh comedian. That's all it is. The bet in the end, the real prize is getting on stage and killing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we want to be the tool that helps you get there. Yeah, don't doubt. How many users do you have right now? Like performers or users? People, just people who signed up for the app. As performers? Or, yeah. uh, so as an audience member, you don't have to sign up. You can just okay. come in and watch the show. But we do keep yeah. track of just our numbers. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. What do you think about for performers? Let's start there. Just to ask I think we had about... 500 performers okay and of that maybe a fourth came more than once there are people that come in and they they try it and they didn't like it yeah and mm-hmm. we never see them again and that's fine and then users we i think we we're around three thousand four thousand of people nice. that like unique people that ever showed up mm-hmm. so that's great i don't yeah. think we're and i think that's the fun part it, it, it feels like a mic because like we have about 15 to 30 people like in that range, every At show. any mic, yep, mm-hmm. every mic. At any mic, that's huge. People organize Zoom mics every week, and then they get twenty people. We do that every night, and I think that that Multiple really shows. Times a night. And you open the app, and you see this number because you see the number of how many people are in the room. Mm-hmm. It goes up, and you're like, "Who? Are we have no idea who those, yeah. those people yeah, are." Yeah, promotionally, it can't be beat. Think about it like this: think about you producing a show and not promoting at all, and thirty people showing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. basically what it is right now. If yeah. if you do a show, twenty five people will be there. Yeah. But if you book your own show, they'll be there because we are the promotion engine. We provide the materials, and comedians are promotional monsters. Right. So if you put up a poster, they're going to share it. They're yeah. going to share it all over the world. If you put up a tag, they're going to tag you back. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's, we've got a good uh, ebb and flow with promotion and with our audience. To where now, if you go to any mic at all, without even telling someone you're going to be there, there'll be on average about 20 people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we're very lucky. My sister-in-law is a designer, and she oh, that's a question. She and she makes amazing art, and she she offered to help us out on social media because I don't know anything about social media. But she's and but if you sign up, if you say I'm coming tonight. We tag you in our Instagram post, in yeah. our Twitter, in our Facebook. Yeah. And, and and that's great. And then people really get excited about that. And we make really nice posters. We we did jump into this social pilot or a program that will post for us. So we have a month worth of promotions lined up. Uh-huh. It will highlight our ladies' night on Wednesday because we really want to push on be as diverse as we can mm-hmm. uh we push for fridays we do five minutes so because everything is scheduled we can really promote that and and forest 
had this idea very early on. Let's not try to promote every night, but focus on two nights to really hone in. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. And people start coming back all the time that night. And then in between, we still have audience. But typically, the Tuesdays and Fridays are the biggest nights as well. We changed it to Thursday, though. Tuesday, Thursdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays are, are three nights. And then Fridays are five night, or five-minute night. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So... Do you do, does one of you have to be there for the show? It, it, you don't have to be there. Cool. No, nope. but, but we, we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we are at every yeah. show. We, so we also have we built some features where we can kick people out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have never had to do it. We only had to do it because of technical issues. Somebody yeah. started performing and then their phone fell out. Then yeah. there's three minutes of a gap that we can skip them. Yeah. There was one time very close with somebody being very inappropriate and we, we wanted to jump in, but like mm-hmm. that, the interesting part, the audience kind of started audience booing. regulated. Yeah. They started, yeah, booing, it started this booing and it started like, it just regulated itself. And it was so it was, audience. I would have booed that guy too. Yeah. And I yeah. did. I think I was one of the voices. <laughs> <laughs> like, Man, get off the stage. <laughs> and, and we do have some people, even though the auto mute works, sometimes we do have an issue we have a button that says mute all. the whole audience. Yeah. And then we say it, Hey, we're going to mute everybody. And then whoever is paying attention can unmute themselves. Uh-huh. But this could be somebody that totally forgot their yeah. phone is somewhere else. They're right. not paying attention and something goes off, but we haven't had to do that lately. Yeah, so we got some great tools. Thanks for them. <laughs> and the hosted shows are, are not automated, right? Because the whole right. idea of the app is it's automated and that's terrifying. <laughs> Because if something goes wrong, if one thing goes wrong, we I think we had it once uh, as well where the set never ended. And the guy yeah. that was performing loved talking. So he just went oh, all the way. Yeah, yeah. Like 40 minutes of him just telling a story. <laughs> oh. And that's okay. We love his stories. If you want to keep the times. No doubt. But with hosted shows, we allow the host to make the set list up front. They're like, I'm going to go on. Then Jimmy's going to go for five minutes. Then I'm going to come in for one minute. Then Forrest is going to go on for five minutes. And then our headliner is going to go on for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they program it up front. And then they only have a next button that they just have to tap. And they could just go next. Next, mm-hmm. next, That's, next, right. And they have the same tools that we have. They can mute the audience if people are too noisy. They could skip people, etc. So That's been fun as well um, on that end. Yeah. And another thing that this may not be as obvious to folks, but Zoom and this, I, I use Restream, they are data hogs. If you don't have super, super good bandwidth, I've got fiber, so I'm okay. But if you don't have super good bandwidth, you your set may be messed up. We you, prioritize audio. Yeah, and that's good. And I, I'm going to try it. I'm just going to try it with my 5G instead of my Wi-Fi at some point. Yeah, but do. it looks to me like just about anybody can get on that's got a decent connection. And it doesn't have to be the same quality connection like for this. If you got bars, you can perform as long as you're not 3G. Yeah. I think if you've got a couple bars on 4G or basically any bars on 5G because it's so fast. Yeah. That, uh, and I've performed on 5G and 4G with this app. So yeah. uh, it's definitely been tested. So don't let your – the whole point is to, to let the technology that we already have on us allow us to do these mics and not make you have to get anything else. I know there's an argument for having it work on a computer. Because uh-huh. then you're like, oh, I can get a better camera, I can set up my screen, I can get a better microphone. And I totally understand all those points. Mm-hmm. That's, it's, it's legit. Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't want barriers, man. 
I don't want anybody to need more than a phone because as soon as that happens, then everyone's going to start feeling inadequate. And they're going to be like, oh, I can't use this. I look like a potato. Yeah. And I don't want you to feel that way. Come, have fun. Everyone's welcome. That is a huge point because people start getting polished and they Mm -hmm. get fancy backgrounds and stuff like that. And with, yeah, with this app, it's an even playing field. So So we we had a performer perform in the shower. Yeah, uh, <laughs> literally showering. I was like, "Oh, I'm glad you're a dude because uh, chest up on anybody else might have been a lawsuit." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I can I can say you you do accept sponsors too, and I sponsored a few days, and I saw a jump both in my podcast downloads and website visits. So it was. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad that feedback awesome. is incredibly valuable to yeah. us. Thank you. Yeah, and you you know how hard it is to get people to do to uh, come to your app because it's new, it's different. People aren't yep. used to it. The same things for a podcast. It's hard to get exactly. people to listen to a podcast too. But yeah, I, I was pleased with uh, the results. It's better than a Reddit ad that I did, and it's better than a Spotify ad that I did. Wow! Yeah. Thank you so much. You know what the difference is, in my opinion, and I think everyone should hear this. If you want funny, if you are interested in people that like funny stuff right so like we're talking your podcast you're a funny dude you're talking about comedy stuff Mm -hmm. right we're talking other people's comedy podcasts where they're doing dungeons and dragons they still want fun people to come and or if you're doing a comedy zoom show even and you're not using our app even then Mm -hmm. that's these are people in the app that are comedians or are mega fans of of comedy yeah so Talk about a narrow audience. Like you're getting your ad in front of people that go to live shows, that yeah. watch podcasts a- exclusively, that we know do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's just the the group that we're showing your sponsorship to is just such a great group of people who really. Yeah. Ryan Stewart here of the Two Live Stews. I want to tell you about Herbal Erect, a male enhancement instant drink made with natural ingredients I now use. It is specially formulated to improve any intimate encounter and maximize your sexual potential. My boyfriend's only 32 and didn't have any problems in the bedroom. I bought Herbal Erect for him to make our experience even better. Now after sex, we both say, OMG, that was great. Remember, sex is supposed to be fun and enjoyable. For a free sample, visit herbal-erect.com. That's herbal-erect.com. Also available on Amazon. Amazon.com. Added value, even if the numbers aren't 10 million views a day or something, I feel like our views are incredibly valid. Because that's, we want to keep the app free, like you mentioned before, yeah. as yeah. much as we can. So we did Patreon, we do sponsorships, we do merch. Mine's coming. And that's, <laughs> and that's just, we're trying those because we don't want to really make profit from it. We just want, if, if we can break even, that's for us a win. That, yeah. That's what we, because we, we're doing this with the heart it's not like we want to become we have a dream to buy a helicopter with we have a dream of buying helicopters (laughs) and if you you guys want to start a gofundme for our helicopter campaign we'll allow it allowed okay start a gofundme to get us helicopters but But we're we're trying to find ways to add value we don't want to just we we thought about ads but we talked about the barrier we had ads in the beginning and and it was not fun people didn't show up but because you just get blasted by ads. So yeah. we, we try to do everything opt-in. If, if you want to be a sponsor for our show, thank you so much. But we're not going to say you have to do this before yeah. you can go to the next thing. And, and But we do have ideas with workshops, joke workshops, or something like that. Can we offer that through the app? And then rightfully so, 
be able to pay the comedian that does the joke workshop. And we are the platform, so find a way where it's win-win. We got that we were we started posting on Reddit about our shows, and, uh-huh. people, and there was some people say, "Hey, you should pay your comedians that come on the show." And trust us, we want to do that. <laughs> we, we would yeah. love to yeah. be able to pay people, but but it's finding a way where it's win-win for everybody. And so if you can find a way, we'd love to. But right now, we're tips is what we got right now. Yeah. I'm beer. Right. Yeah. So yeah, no doubt. What's the best feedback you've gotten from somebody about the app the best feedback that i get are from people that have never done comedy before and then now are part of a community of comedians Mm. and that expression from hey thanks so much i've always wanted to do comedy we get this often actually people that say hey i've always wanted to do comedy i just never had the opportunity life Mm. got in the way it's too far to drive i'm just nervous i have no friends that are in that world and to have them start using the app and then tell us later that this has really spurred them and jump-started their entrance into comedy Mm -hmm. that's the best compliment we can get that's great somebody recently posted on instagram something similar but he was a comedian because of the pandemic didn't, didn't wasn't able to go out and perform tried zoom comedy and stuff and then didn't feel like that was his spot and now he's on our app and he's enjoying it so much he comes back every night he posts his sets on instagram and he gave us that feedback of i found the love of the art again and it was like whoa oh, that, yeah that's awesome and yeah, the uh, disenfranchised comedians have been a real real inspiration for us uh-huh. like people that basically quit and yeah. they're like now I'm doing it again, and I would never have done it ever again. Yep. I like. Then, I, I also like the fact that after a particular show is done, there's a little bit of time to talk, hang out. talk, and hang out amongst each, yep. the everybody. So the, the re- yeah. sorry, if I can interject, sorry. The reason we did that is we had so many ideas about saying, "What do we want to tell?" the audience or the comedian after a show, what should we tell them? Go share us, download your stuff, give us, donate, go become a patron, go to our, like we have this laundry list and we're like, how are we going to convey this in the app? If we have 10 buttons, nothing will be this, like which one would people have to, to click on? We're like, what if we just leave the audio on and we just tell them? Yeah. And it became this really fun after party yeah. kind of thing where we're done and people are like, hey, what did you think about this joke? And then people start, and sometimes I just leave it on. I'm not participating in the conversation. And it's so much fun to hear people exchange ideas and, yeah. and become really a community. And it's it's fun. I, I love yeah. that feature. It was is such a, it's so stupid if you think about it, because we just leave <laughs> the audio on. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, but it brings a lot of value. And, and I think we found ways to somebody was going to organize a comedy show. It was like, Hey, I need some advice. And we all started talking and it was, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. It's really cool. The, the you, it, it's like an open mic because people shoot the shit after an open mic. Why not keep it the same way? And that makes it a much more organic growth because you're not, you 
you're not putting banners out and you're not saying click lists to share and all that kind of stuff. You don't have to. So that I really like that. I, I can say that I'm totally sold. I'm really kicking myself <laughs> for not doing more mics when, when I sponsored it, because what better way to right. get the word out? I did one freaking mic, but so next time I sponsor, I'm going to make sure it's a time when I have time to do a few mics. And, and I've been, the funny thing is I've been writing cause I'm taking a class and I've been doing a lot more writing and rewriting of jokes so i've got stuff to do i've got stuff i can put out there so you'll probably see another sponsorship for me pretty soon so that i can keep growing and help you guys out and hey, vice versa man and, and we want to help up. you out you're doing something good we're doing something good let's take care of each other yeah no doubt where can people find you on like your instagram and facebook and all that yeah, uh, the website is aliveshowapp.com. There's a tree in there, a link tree that's got all of our stuff. But if you go to anywhere and you type a live show app, that'll usually get us to you. So mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, a live show app is usually our use, our handle. Great. And you, I'm glad you guys got that that name uh, because I, I, I almost would think that would have been taken. Yeah, yeah. Because, we get a lot of back and forth about the name. Some people don't like the name. Some people really like the name. I love the name personally. Oh, I, yeah, I like I, it. I think it's. I think it's. I I like it because it almost sounds like two names, so it sticks in your brain a little bit. You're yeah. like, are they saying a live show or a live show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just yeah, kind of like it. And they're both right to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's both, and that's really cool. I can say I, of course, wish you guys the best, but I think that this is really going to do well for you. And I really appreciate the fact that you did it pretty selflessly, that you did it so that people could go out and learn the craft and practice and and do all that and that you're adamant about making it free for people i i think that's you could monetize this and make play pay to play shows and do the ads and stuff like that and you might still grow but the the fact that you're not making it a bringer show really makes it makes it that much more legit in my mind thanks so much scott yeah yeah and then I think it's finding that right. Like, where do where does it make sense to to bring that in? Yeah, we talked, and it, it needs to add a lot of value before we gate it with some monetization. So yeah. I think there is a lot to it. Yeah, we'd rather make money with you than make money from you. Yeah, let me, let me let's put it that way. We'd rather you put on a show and ticket the hell out of it and get six hundred people to show up, and then we all make a little money. Yeah, as opposed to hey, pay us thirty dollars to do a show, and if you don't make anything, eat it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, no me, doubt. I, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Great job, guys. I'm glad we finally got to talk. Jay, what a blast, man. You uh, had a great time on your podcast. I got to pop your graphic up one more time. Ooh. I love that. Thank you, Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> My sister made it. Yeah. Isn't it great having a graphic artist in the family? Oh my yeah. god! It's like the greatest tool I've, the greatest life hack ever is have a graphic yeah. artist and and a programmer. Yeah, I've got I've got a little cartoon of me at the mic. The it's on my Twitch channel. I use it for some other things too. It cost me three hundred dollars because I don't have a graphic artist in the family. Yeah. Wait until you see our badges. They're gonna be gorgeous. Uh, oh yeah, I bet. And and there as well. Like the thing is, my sister in law is helping, and she has a design 
business and we're just going to put her link on the bottom be like hey go visit her link and trying to just like make it all work for for each other yeah whoever's helping us will help them i think that cross promotion is so valuable yeah no doubt we promote you you promote us yeah and that's that's great yeah i'm super stoked to have you guys on the show and i'm gonna get back in the app and do some more stuff i I don't think I'm going to jump on tonight because I'm on somebody else's podcast tonight, but maybe tomorrow night I'll jump on and, oh, I've got a show tomorrow night. Okay, well, I'll, I'll be on. Sometime <laughs> I will definitely be back on the app. But, yeah. And we're like, the app is going to be there. Like, yeah. if, you, if you can't make it tomorrow, come the next day. If you can't make sure. it the next day, if you want to come in a month, come in a month. Yeah. Like, yep. There's no ties because it doesn't, it doesn't, we, it's all booked and scheduled. So just, show up whenever you feel like it. if you signed up and you don't show up we're not gonna come yell at you right sweet cool points <laughs> yeah you missed out on at least 10 cool points at least yeah 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all right thanks guys for being on the show this was a lot of fun Absolutely. it's been a blast thanks. man thanks, thanks for having us, us.